We think first of the Magi. They were from the east, not from Jerusalem, not even from Israel, but of greater significance than their country of origin was that the Magi were Gentiles. They were not heirs to the messianic promise made to the Israel's patriarchs. And even worse, these Gentiles outsiders were magi, were magicians. Now, we're not talking about magicians like we know today, Houdini, David Copperfield, or Penn and Teller, no. These magi were spiritual magicians, astronomers, with whom the king could consult. Men like Janese and Jebres, who served under the Egyptian pharaoh in the days of Moses, or the court's magicians who served Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon, as we find recorded in Daniel 5. The Magi were probably not pure worshipers of Yahweh. They likely had some of the mixed faith in which they had some knowledge of the God of Israel. No, the Magi did not belong in Jerusalem, they did not belong bowing before the king of the Jews. And yet, when we consider this, we too find that Herod was in a place that he didn't belong. Herod was of the descendant of Esau, who was seated at the throne of Israel, not by a royal lineage back to David, but by the proclamation of the Roman Senate, Herod had no right, rightful claim to sit on that throne of David. But thanks to political posturing and strategic, and strategic wedding vows, that was indeed where Herod was found. And thanks to his ruthless and paranoid nature, along with the executions of any person who had legitimate claim to the throne, there he stayed. And also the Magi made a terrible mistake. They didn't have a GPS. And when, they saw, and when they sought that newly born king, they went to the palace of Herod. A mistake that made Jerusalem, the whole city, tremble. Herod's wrath and his jealousy would be stirred by such an error. And then help, and heaven helped them all. Indeed, or in, indeed, Jerusalem was, had a right to tremble in fear as Herod's jealousy grew and would soon produce great weeping and mourning among her daughters, the mothers of all those baby boys around Bethlehem. But the king for whom the Magi was searched wasn't in a palace. He wasn't even in Jerusalem. He was in Bethlehem, a small among the clans of Judah. He was under a care of a carpenter and a young virgin whose husband was not his father. No, the king of the Jews was not where he should have been. He should have been in a mansion full of comfort, dressed in fine clothing, attended with servants all around him. 
But instead, the king of the Jews was laid in a manger at his birth, bereft of kingly comfort, and then with the shepherds as his only attendants. And later the Magi attended to him as well, presumably in a simple house in Bethlehem. This was not the last time that the king of the Jews would be found in unexpected places and in places where he did not belong. He was found in the waters of Jordan, baptized among sinners, for sinners. John the Baptist noticed this was not where the king of the Jews belonged. The king of the Jews was found eating and drinking with the tax collectors, with the prostitutes, and with sinners. Hardly a people of high moral fiber and impeccable pedigree who should make up that royal court. The Pharisees noticed this was not where the king of the Jews belonged. And who would thought? the king of the Jews on the cross, enthroned, executed between two criminals. No, no one expected that. These were hardly the places to seek and to find the king of the Jews, the heir of David's throne, the Messiah. So the star had to guide the Magi to the virgin's house in Bethlehem. The Holy Spirit had to descend and the Father had to speak at the Jordan River. The prophets had to decide or to describe the work of Christ as being for transgressors and the workers of iniquity. And Pilate's sign had to be written. All of this was not just for the Jews, but also for the Gentile nations so that all humanity may be guided to Jesus, King of the Jews, expectation of the prophets, the crucified Savior, the forgiver of sins. Dear friends, if you read the Gospel of St. Matthew, that Gospel is filled with people who do not belong in places where they are found. And in this, this morning, we rejoice, for it does not take too much honest self-examination to realize that we do not belong in the presence of God. We have unclean hearts. We live among a people of unclean hearts. And yet, We come this morning into the presence of God by that precious invitation, guided not by a star, but by the Holy Spirit, working in many and different ways to bring us into that life-saving water of new birth. We come in the presence of God, trusting in the promise that our our bodies have been washed pure with 
water and our hearts cleansed by the sprinkling of Jesus' blood. We come into the presence of God knowing that our God has bid us come as his own children, not to punish us, but to give us grace and every blessing. No, we don't belong among God's chosen people or in this royal priesthood or the holy nation in which we now stand. But here we are, drawn by God's cruciform goodness and mercy, crowned with forgiveness and salvation so that we may be his own and live under him in his kingdom forever. None of us merits this honor. But having been called, gathered, enlightened, now we go out into the world of light to, to be a light in this world, proclaiming the excellencies of him who has called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. The people of this world live in darkness and unbelief and continue to search for salvation in places where it is not found. And so like that star that led the Magi to Jesus, you, yes, you, the people of Ascension, serve as the Lord's chosen instruments to lighten others' paths and to guide them in the way of Holy Scripture so that those who walk in darkness too may see his great light and to kneel before God and worship with outstretched arms, being given his gifts for the remission of all of their sins. The people being dawned or drawn to the Holy Spirit from the darkness will not always get things right. They will often lead to their own understanding even as the Magi did when they stopped in Jerusalem, not Bethlehem, even as we do too. But the Spirit will continue to guide us truthfully and faithfully to Jesus so that we too may repent of our errant footsteps and in the end be found with Christ in his kingdom of glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.